NHL Sports. Yeah. Welcome to the Super Bowl edition of the Rochelle Sports Podcast. I'm here as always with Mead Considine and making his Rochelle Sports debut, Eric Hong. Eric, you want to introduce yourself to everybody listening? I'm Mac. Hey, Eric. <laughs> uh, Eric likes all sports, uh, except betting on NBA. Yeah, I hate betting on NBA, but NFL's a always a go. So we got a fun podcast for you today. We're going to talk about the two bull real quick, and since you all probably heard a bunch about it already, we're going to move on to what everyone really cares about, and that's the prop bets for the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to talk about things like who's going to be the MVP, who's going to win the coin toss, um, you know, how many times will dabbing be mentioned, all these things. So first, uh, I want to get into the Super Bowl. We got uh, 17 and one Panthers against the 15 and three. Broncos, is that correct? I don't know. More or less. Those are the records. Panthers, right? <laughs> uh, Panthers are favored by six points right now uh, in, in a neutral site that's way actually closer to Denver than it is to Carolina. So uh, I think Denver's going to have a little home field advantage here. Uh, I don't know. I, all I know, all I can say confidently, is that the Panthers have played probably the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. Uh, they play the NFC East and the AFC South at different points in this in the year. Um, they haven't really beaten anybody, and they got beat by the Falcons, who are ass. Uh, Mead, who do you got in this one? Oh, I think despite their their uh, easy their easy schedule that they've had, they they play all NFL teams. It's not like they have the easiest college football uh, schedule where you're playing like if you played four. Uh, Division two teams or FCS teams or whatever, and then that makes your entire schedule just uh, irrelevant. They've played 17 or however many games they've played uh, NFL teams. So, and from what I've seen, uh, their defense—I think their defense is better than Denver's. I, I know that's a, uh, a a bold statement, but I, that's what I think. And, and obviously, everyone knows that the Panthers' offense is better than the Denver's offense. Eric. So, I gotta disagree. I think the Broncos defense has the edge slightly, but Panthers defense are definitely like a second second to the Broncos. Yeah. But I'm... yeah, it's it, good. The Panthers offense is just worlds above the Broncos offense, and I that's think, what scares me. I think that I want the Broncos to cover the spread, but the Broncos offense is just not good. Yeah, the six points is a huge spread. That's like a lot of points for a neutral site in a Super right, Bowl. Right, but you have to remember the Panthers won uh, every playoff game by a lot of points. I'm pulling up the total number right now. They won by 34 against Arizona, and they were up 31 nothing against the Seahawks before winning 34, 31 to 24. Um, so that's averaging a 20-point margin of victory in each playoff game this year. Small sample size, but... No, I think the Broncos, uh, with Vaughn Miller and DeMarcus Ware, just have that pass rush, you know? And the only way to beat pass rush is with quick passes. And the only way to stop quick passes is with good corners. Uh, I think that the Broncos have really good corners and a really good pass rush. I just don't know that Carolina's seen a front like that before. Now, that was my other problem, because I feel like this entire playoffs, the Carolina, they haven't had, like, any, like, you just listed all the stomps, 
they haven't had like any competition. I feel like if the Broncos front seven can make that like a competitive, then I don't think I think Carolina will be lost. Then I think there's a chance that Carolina might be underestimating Denver too. I mean, with the Panthers and Cam Newton, they just come off as you know a little cocky and a little you know freelance and everything. Right. I don't know that they're really thinking. Oh man, we gotta stop Peyton Manning and everything. I think that's dangerous. I think that's what the Patriots did uh, in their nearly undefeated season against the Giants, both times, actually. I don't know, man. You get two weeks to prepare for this game. It's all you're thinking about. I can understand that maybe they're a little confident, they're a little overconfident, but underprepared, I don't know. Well, what tape are they going to watch that's going to make them be like, oh, we got to worry about this team? The Patriots tape, when the, Patriots beat the, when the Broncos beat the Patriots, everyone in the Panthers locker room was doing backflips. That was best case scenario for them. If they were had to play the Patriots, um, I think they'd be more worried than they would be playing the Broncos. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so uh, the Lions uh, plus six De- or Denver plus six. Uh, I have Denver plus six. I think Carolina is going to win. But I don't think that there'll be a lot of points scored this game, and I don't think there'll be that much disparity in the closing score. Uh, against the spread, Mead, who you got? Uh, yeah, I'm in the exact same as you. Carolina will win the game, but Denver, I would bet on Denver to cover the spread. Eric? I think Denver's going to cover the spread, and I think Denver is going to win the game. So I actually I believe that, Den- or that Carolina is going to smack Denver and win by a lot of points. And because I think that, and because how horrible my bets have been recently, I've decided to go with the opposite of what I think. Uh, <laughs> um, so that kind of leads us into our next thing. We're going to start out with the prop bets, all prop bets courtesy of Bavada.lv. Uh, who's your guys' pick to win Super Bowl MVP? Cam Newton's the favorite, followed by Peyton Manning, then Luke Keekley and Von Miller. I'm picking Kurt Coleman from Carolina. The safety? Oh, I didn't know. I thought <laughs> I thought that Kurt Coleman was like that actor in from Hateful Eight with the big mustache. So that's why I picked him because that's who I think he Kurt is. Kurt Coleman is second to last on the list at plus ten thousand. Um, right behind Mike Tolbert, the fullback, or right in front of Mike Tolbert, the fullback. He's tied with a bunch of people. You know, Devin Funches can win it at that point. Yeah. I don't think any of those. You might as well take the field if you're going to take one of those guys. Graham Gano, you can pick to be in Super Bowl MVP, the kicker. Has a kicker ever won Super Bowl MVP? I do not believe so. Uh, I picked picked, uh, Denver to lose. Uh, There's no way I'm going to say that Denver's going to win. I just don't feel very strongly about that at all. But uh, so if Carolina wins, I think they'll give it to Cam or Luke. Obviously, and if Denver wins, Peyton or Vaughn. Um, I think if Denver wins, it's Peyton's. I yeah. think that's a pretty safe bet because it's his, uh, you know, his last year. Right. I don't know. I I don't. If like if Denver wins, um, I mean, you'd imagine that Peyton Manning's not going to throw like four touchdowns yeah, and like yeah. four hundred yards or something like that. I'd imagine that if Denver wins, like some defensive player has like a few sacks or a couple interceptions or something like that, and then you got to give it to that guy over Peyton Manning. Am I wrong? Well, John Elway went out. John Elway, now the vice president of football operations, which is pretty much the highest-ranking non-ownership slash GM 
job that you can get. Or it's higher ranking than GM. Um, you know, he went out in the Super Bowl, won Super Bowl MVP in a game that he played good but not as good as the rest of his team. You know, uh, trophies usually go to quarterbacks. Uh, that's how it works. I think Cam or Peyton are both good bets, but you know, Cam they pay out for picking Cam isn't that good. Uh, I think Luke has a shot. Luke has had a touchdown in both playoff games so far in the first five minutes. Yeah, that's true. And I think I wouldn't bet on Cam Newton more than just obviously the payout's not that good. If you can, if you can just guess, you can say, well, if Cam Newton is gonna throw like, uh, if Cam Newton wins MVP, then the Broncos aren't gonna cover the spread. So yeah, exactly. I'm kind of hedging my bets over here. That's true. All right, so we'll start with the game now. Uh, the coin toss, the opening coin toss, of Super Bowl Fifty. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember coin flip, coin flip gate. Uh, couple weeks ago. It didn't flip. It didn't flip. <laughs> um, so heads and tails are both even money, uh, even odds to be picked. You know, the old, saying, the old saying, tails never fails. I pick heads all the time when I play Madden and other sports games, and it's always tails, but I never change up. So I'm going heads against popular belief. I'm a tails kind of guy. Eric? I actually bet on this. I have five on tails. <laughs> five on tails. All right. Remind me to bet on heads then. <laughs> uh, a lot of bets about uh, the halftime show. Oh, sorry. Before we get to that, that's a weird order that they have it in. Uh, Lady Gaga opens uh, the Super Bowl by singing the national anthem. So the question is, how long will it take Lady Gaga to sing the U.S. national anthem? The line is two minutes and 20 seconds. The over is favored. So it's been a thing in sports now to drag out, drag out the and the land of the free, right. and you just do free for like 15 seconds right. uh, as long as they can. I remember earlier this season somebody sang the national anthem and it took like four minutes or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I think people have learned their lesson since that guy. I think that the under is probably a safe bet. Lady Gaga is. People forget that she's a total drag queen, uh, so I don't know that she's going to be out there trying to make a huge impression. I I do think uh, over two minutes twenty seconds is the way to go. I I, I just have this feeling that she's going to really milk her uh, her screen time. Yeah, I'm going to agree with me. I feel like she's just gonna she's gonna go for it and keep going. But I I because I. Didn't know like what the average time of the last like uh, national anthems generally, and apparently it's one minute and fifty seven seconds, which I mean that's like pretty, pretty fucking close to two minutes twenty seconds. So Vegas obviously thinks that she's gonna, you know, spit one out for a really long time. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take the over as well. I think it's about dramatics, but my heart says under. But I'm going against the opposite of what I think. Uh, next question: How many wings will Buffalo Wild Wings sell on Super Bowl Day? Yes, there's a line. Uh, 12 million wings sold is the line pre presented to us by Bavada. Uh, under 12 million is favored. Over 12 million is the underdog. I'm no expert in wing sales. Uh, I don't even like Buffalo Wild Wings that much, uh, unless they're the boneless wings. I don't fuck with boned wings. What? Yeah. 12 million seems like not a lot of wings. I think there's a line later in the screen. The viewership of the game like 158 million. If each person eats one wing, 
then the over is reached by over a hundred million. Right. Yeah, but that's that's assuming that Buffalo Wild Wings sells every wing eaten on Super Bowl day. Which they won't. I won't eat Buffalo Wild Wings. Right, exactly. And the other key is the other key is it says underneath it says Buffalo Wild Wings must make an official statement which will be used as the official source. So I would believe that Buffalo Wild Wings might inflate what they actually sold just to make people think like, oh hell yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best. They got Look at how many wings they sell. People must love them. So you're taking the over. So I'm taking the over 12 million. I'm also taking the over. Oh, that's smart. I was going to take the other, or I mean, the over anyway, but I didn't even see the bottom part. Yeah, I definitely think it'll be over then. A uh, couple students. Uh, how many times will dabbing be said by the announcers during the broadcast? Dab or dabbing? The line is two. Uh, over two pays even money. Under two is a little less. Uh, I think there's no way that this does not hit the over. Every time Cam Newton does anything, he goes. <laughs> every he'll get first down. He dabs three yard game. Dab hands the ball off to Jonathan Stewart. Dab. Over on this. I I gotta take the under because uh, every one of these type of situations, which where there's uh, some sort of popular culture in the NFL up to this, leading up to the Super Bowl, the commentators tend to fail to mention it too often because, you know, when he gets the first down and he dabs, they're not going to just say, they're not going to be waiting for him to dab and say, oh, dab, and then talk about it every single time. They're talking about other things. And obviously the commentators are old white people. I don't know yeah. which, I don't know which specific old white people they are, but... Bill Sims and Jim Nance for the Super Bowl and Mike Carey. Yo, all Jim Lance does is dab, dude. <laughs> um, I think Super Bowl is going to bring in a big audience. A big audience has probably never seen the Panthers play before. People that live out on the West Coast, people that live in the Midwest. Chances are they haven't seen many uh, Panthers games except in the playoffs. And think about all the, you know, the people that don't watch football that tune in for Super Bowl Sunday. I think they'll have to explain what that Cam is doing when he puts his head into his elbow. I've been it over. Yeah, I would take the over also because I think if the Broncos defense makes a play on Cam, they're gonna they're gonna dab, they're gonna dab on him, just to show disrespect. And I feel like that's got to be mentioned at least twice. No, well, another key is from kickoff to final whistle. That's how that's the the time period in which they have the opportunity to talk about dabbing. So if they're talking about it pregame or after the game, if he's dabbing after the game, or it also says halftime does not count towards wager two. And those are the times they'll be talking about dabbing the most. And they don't want to bring it up too often. So that's something to consider. Over two, you're saying that there's going to be three dab, you know, uh, mentions within while the game's playing. I don't know. I'm going under two. Just to kind of follow that up, there's an alternate line. How many times will Cam Newton do the alternate uh, Superman shirt thing? When you bring the... Uh, Rips his button shirt off like Clark Kent to unveil the S. Uh, the line's two and a half. I'm taking the over again. Cam Newton likes to dance. Yeah, I'm over on that. I'm gonna take. I really think the Broncos' defense is gonna pull it through. Yeah, you don't think he's gonna Superman punch once? I mean, that's that's over two and a half. You? Well, how many times are you taking two? Yeah, yeah, under two and a half. 
two at most. That's a good decision, just because he's only going to do it if he scores a touchdown, right? Yeah. And if he scores a specific touchdown, he can't throw a touchdown and then do it. Sure. Is that? Can. I guess he could, but he can hand the ball off and do it. Yeah, you're you're right, but I don't think he will. I, I'm convinced now. After on second thought, uh, under two and a half is the way to go. Okay, a couple more here. Um, this is I think this is my favorite prop bet. Uh, who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first? Uh, so in the Super Bowl MVP's post game speech after he's awarded the trophy, first I want to thank Blank. Uh, the favorites are team and God. The favorites are team and God, and then second it's the city or the fans. And then it's the coach, and then it's the family. And then for a big payout, does not mention anyone. <laughs> <laughs> does not en- mention anyone at all. <laughs> I think that every time anybody wins Super Bowl, I just want to thank God first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, that- First thing that comes out of their mouth, like a safe bet to me. Uh, I know Eric thinks it's not going to be God. I, I don't know. I don't watch these damn speeches, and I just like my reasoning is I don't think I will pick God, and I don't think like most. I know a lot of like black athletes that they like thank God first, but I so, feel like it might be team. Because if Payne Manning wins Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which is MVP, because I think he'll win it if the Broncos win it just because, like what Austin was saying earlier, and he, like what Meade was saying earlier, it won't be because of Peyton Manning actually winning the Super Bowl because of the defense. So I think he's just going to thank the team first. Yeah, I would imagine that uh, Manning would thank the team. That's I would agree with you there. So, And then the other favorite to win the MVP would be Cam Newton, and I don't yeah. know that Cam Newton would mention God either. Maybe he would. I don't. I don't know enough about Cam Newton. To I don't say. know anything about that him. That would be a good idea to look into the players' religious backgrounds before making this bet. Uh, <laughs> the speech that comes to mind is the Jameis Winston National Championship speech when all he did was thank God the entire time. <laughs> cool and everything, but like, I don't know that he mentioned the city or the fans or the coach. I know he said that we all family a bunch of times, but I still think God is the easy answer. So when so if someone says that if someone says like we're a family like we're a family and we want it or whatever does that and that's the first thing they mention does that is that family or is that team I would think team yeah I would think so too who it says who will be the Super Bowl MVP mentioned first excuse me who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first yeah so that would be a mention of the team then yeah I would bet team I would bet team because I think that Peyton Manning would definitely mention team and I would, I would I can see Cam Newton going team, even if he's religious. I can see him going team before God. So, uh. uh well, that's something I guess that we'll have to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, before I get before you guys get out of here, uh, I want to get your predictions for the final score of the game, knowing that the the total point line is forty five. Holy shit. Uh, I think I'm going to take I definitely think it's not going to be 45 points I like 17-21 Panthers uh, I'm I'm going to go over 45 because I think the game's going to go to overtime 
and I think a team's going to win in overtime. That would be badass. We haven't yeah. had overtime Super Bowl in a while. So uh, 45, all it takes is 23 to 23 in regulation for that to go over 45. Uh, I think that whether it's a blowout or whether it's a close game, I think it's going to go over 45. So I'm taking over 45. And what's the point? What's the what? What's, what's the final score? Uh, let me make something up right on the spot right now. I'm gonna take. Uh, I think it's gonna go to overtime. I'll take 29-23 Panthers. So they push then. So you're not winning us any money there, Mead. <laughs> Eric, what about you? 23-21 Broncos. So you're taking the under also. Yeah. I like the. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we hope everyone enjoys the Super Bowl, eats a lot of good food, uh, hangs with a lot of good people. I hope your team wins, unless your team is the Panthers plus, minus six. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Talk to you guys later.